What's happening? What's happening? You know what time it is, y'all. It's 5 o'clock. It's on Wednesday. It's time for Out of Bounds. Your host, Brandon Lawrence, Carlo Kellum in absentia. And uh, we got we got a new guy. <laughs> He's not new to the station, but, you know, on the wheels is still playing that Marvin Gaye. I figured we play that Marvin Gaye, man, because, look, it's, uh, people are mad at Um, Pharrell and Marvin Gaye stole the song. Pharrell and, and Robin Thicke stole the song from Marvin Gaye. The Patriots stole the Super Bowl from the Seahawks. Well, no, no, no. Pete Carroll and Dell Bevel stole the stole the Super Bowl from the Seahawks. So we might as well keep it keep it along that along those lines. We'll play we'll play a little Michael Bolton later on because he stole from Ryan Osley, and you know we'll we'll do that. That's that'll be the theme of the show. Thievery. <laughs> but look, man, here's the deal. Nah, today's a big day. Recruiting day, man. Recruiting day, commitment day in college football. Everybody's glued to the television for these, you know, these recruitments and all this other stuff. These everybody it, it, it kind of amazes me. You got grown men that um are glued to the television to watch where adolescent high school kids are gonna go to college. I never, you know, it's just weird to me, man. I like to see them play, but it really doesn't matter to me, like, when they announce and put a hat on and I, I don't know, well, whatever. But Auburn looks like the big winner. Somebody joked. They said <laughs> they said that um they hope they can stay under the salary cap. Um, Auburn, you know, they got the big, what's this, coward guy. They got the big recruit. They got a, seems like a big recruiting class. And for the locals, the local people, um, looks like U of L is not doesn't have a bad class, you know. They got uh got a couple commitments. Some faxes are rolling in. Cornerback, they're gonna need a cornerback with the at with the uh leaving of uh some key uh, DBs. Jair Alexander from North Carolina, he's coming, he's coming, he's committed to U of L. James Allen running back, Drew Belly, Georgia. Uh, Banneker High School looks like what's that thing? Is that Atlanta? I don't know. Um, you know, so hey, Devontae Fields transfer. This is the big. That's like probably, I don't know if that's the big news. One of the you know, this is TCU guy, freshman of the year, had to sit out a year. He was dismissed from the team from domestic violence stuff. Um, a guy from my backyard, Frederick Douglass, Maryland. Paul Harris, wide receiver, he's coming to UofL. So, you know, look, man, the UofL, you know, they, they did themselves pretty good, pretty well, looks like, um, in the recruiting. And, you know, hey, that's, that's the recruit. I really don't get into a whole lot of recruiting stuff, man. I, you know, it's, I, I don't know. It's just people like that. Yeah, that's cool. If that's your thing. That's all, you know, because you'll see these guys play. I'm like, let's let them play, man. Let, let's see them play. Let's see what they do because the recruit stuff, uh, it, it's, it's whatever, okay? It, it's whatever. Um, We got some people, of course, you already got, you already have it. Um, Who's this guy? Johnny Manziel, he's in rehab. Uh, Josh Gordon, he's getting suspended. It's kind of weird, though. Why does – I mean, I know Johnny. I know Josh Gordon was already in the. You know, he was like on his last straw, last leg, or whatever in the NFL. But I've never, I never, I've never heard. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Do you get to go to rehab? I don't know. It's that it seems like a. I don't know. Is, is that a privileged thing? Did you go to rehab before you get any disciplinary action? I don't know. I you know. Correct me if I'm wrong. 502-384-1450. Oxmoor 4, Lingham Buzzline. 502-384-1450. What do y'all think about this Johnny Manziel rehab thing? I mean, he's going to rehab. He's, he's not, rehabbing what? Is he rehabbing a knee? Is he rehabbing? What, what's he rehabbing? I don't know. He didn't even play <laughs> to for, for rehab. I, I don't know. 502-384-1450. Look, man. 
We have a Twitter page. It's something. I don't know what it is. It's O-O-B. Um, at O-O-B. I think that's what it is. Like, at, is yeah, O-O-B, Out of Bounds. Is that Out of Bounds? At O-O-B Radio, maybe. And then on the Facebook is something, something, black slash O-O-B. I don't know. I'll get a, I'll get a text in a minute from Scott O'Houlihan. He'll tell me what the... Uh, what what it is, but we've got a text page, we've got a Twitter page, and we've got the uh, Facebook page. I don't know if we have an Instagram, but w- whatever it is, and of course it's brought to you. The show is brought to you by the Law Office of Brandon Lawrence, BrandonLawrenceLaw.com, BrandonLawrenceLaw.com, BrandonLawrenceLaw.com. They said it, say it three times. We said it, and that's it. But look, hey man, you know Super Bowl's over with. What are we gonna do? Watch the NBA. The uh, who is the Wizards? They play tonight. They play uh, they play the Atlanta Hawks, which is cool because you know the Wizards are on like a slide, man. The Wizards are on a slide. It's, they play tonight, seven thirty. They play the Hawks at Atlanta at at Atlanta. Um, it's you know one of the top, some of the top two teams in the East. Top two team, young Gunners. You know, hey. It's maybe it's a uh, preview of the um, you know uh, what is the East the Eastern Conference Championship, unless you believe that uh, Cleveland's going to come and and do some damage or Toronto, who knows? They play Brooklyn tonight, but I mean, look, it's I mean, is it you? Is it me? Or is it like just not a whole lot of fun when football's not going on? I'm a football guy. I love basketball. But I'm a football guy. I mean, I like college football, you know. I like pro football. Love pro football. Everybody knows the Cowboys are my team. Love pro football. But when football is not happening, it's, when you don't have any football to look forward to, it's just kind of like, uh, 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 you know. I don't know. You kind of, I guess you fill it up with some fluff. Like, I mean, it's not even baseball going on. So you can't really go outside and, and watch anything. It's just all basketball. And that's cool, you know. I mean, I like basketball, you know. Hey, whatever. Basketball's cool. Um, and I, I guess maybe that's why, maybe that's why, you know, they're doing this, uh, they're doing this thing, they're doing this thing with the, uh, you know, the, the signing day. Maybe they had a signing day. I guess that's why they positioned it right after the Super Bowl. Um, but, I, you know, hey, whatever, man. But look, here's the thing. Here's here's the deal, man. All right, let's. I mean, since we're talking about we're talking about football, might as well keep keep it along those lines. Here, here's a question. All right, here's a question, to everybody. If you want to call, like I said, five zero two three eight four fourteen fifty, you can hit us on the uh, you can hit us on the Facebook page O O B Out of Bounds, whatever it is, and Twitter O O B Out of Bounds Radio. Um, does this end it? Did Tom Brady, when he when the Patriots won, when they beat Seattle twenty eight to twenty four, did it end, did it end the debate whether or not he's the best quarterback or at least better than Peyton Manning? Did it end that Peyton Peyton Manning debate, the Tom Brady debate? I think it did. I think it did. Four to one. I think it did. I, I to be honest with you, I don't think it was ever really a um. Uh, 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 I don't think it was a a, a real or a, um I don't think it was a I don't think it was a a debate in the first place. You know I don't think it was a realistic debate in the first place. Tom Brady is better than Peyton Manning. He's better. I mean, it's just no question about it. He's better than Peyton Manning. I mean, you know, Peyton Manning's gone to two Super Bowls. He's one and one. Um, he had an opportunity. Well, I'm sorry, he went to three Super Bowls. He's one and two. He lost to Seattle the year before that. Well, last year, okay, and in the last Super Bowl he was in, he lost to New Orleans. Drew Brees. He he beat the Bears barely, um, in his first Super Bowl in Miami. Um, but you know he's one and two. Tom Brady's four and two. Um, you know I, I think that kind of cements his place as at least the quarterback, the premier quarterback of his era. You got to say that. I mean, it's, I mean, numbers don't lie. You know, it's just, 
that's just how it is. And then plus, you know, of course you and I mean that's not even getting into whatever um who he who he took, what team that he took, and the players, the lack of talent that Tom Brady's had to deal with over the years. But I will tell you this, man. That New England defense had a whole lot. They left their imprint on the uh, Seattle Seahawks. They basically they shut them out in the fourth quarter. So without that defense, I think you got to, you know, you can say Tom Brady threw 50 passes for 300 yards. How would he, two touchdowns, two interceptions, three touchdowns, whatever he threw for, okay? But that defense, and I'm not even talking about regardless of the last play, that defense carried the Patriots, man. They shut Seattle down in the fourth quarter. They couldn't score. They couldn't they had an opportunity. Seattle had an opportunity to sort the game away. And they three and outs. That's what they did. I mean, you know, that's just that's 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 what happened. If you go back and look at that Super Bowl again, which I have on the NFL network, I looked at it and you know, hey, it, it's 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 apparent. The defense, to be honest with you, deserves the player of the game. The defense deserves that for 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 New England, man. I mean, you know, I forget the offense because really nobody on offense really deserves a whole a whole heck of a lot of credit. But the defense is really what did it for him. But you know, hey, you know, you everybody's got their opinion. Um, you know, everybody's got their thing, what they want to do, what they want to say. But I tell you, those were, you know, and to be honest with you, man, the, the uh, Seattle Seahawks defense, they they did their thing too, man. They did their thing. And uh, it, it was it was a great defensive battle. Brady didn't throw uh, Richard Sherman's way. Um, you know, it, it, was, it was a defensive battle. I mean, regardless of the ending, you might be upset with the ending. You might not be upset with the ending. You might not care about the ending. But that was, I mean, that's and that's what you ask for in Super Bowls. You ask for great games. You don't want blowout. I don't want a blowout. Who wants to see a blowout? Because you know nobody stays at the party. Everybody leaves early. You want to see. You want you you want people to stay to the end. You know. I mean, you want people to you know have some laughs, have some memories, and that's what happened. People stayed to the end, and they saw a great game. It was a great game. You know, it, it, it was a great game. That's just the bottom line. It was a great game. Look, man, we're in uh, we're in Black History Month, so you know we got to say it. Charlie Sifford, they call quote unquote the Jackie Robinson of golf. He passed away uh, Tuesday in Cleveland at ninety two. He's from Charlotte, North Carolina. Shout out to North Carolina. Um, he was uh, a great ambassador. Uh, of golf, um, you know, of course, I'm sorry, African-American. Um, he, he was an African-American golfer, a pioneer, you know, one of the one of the guys that Tiger Woods looked up to. You know, he was uh, never, he was never um, offered the opportunity to play at the Masters, which is crazy because he's a great, you know, a great golfer, great golf pioneer. Charlie Sifford, 92 years old, um, you know, he he broke the PGA to a color line. Nineteen sixty, he passed away. So you know, hey, but look, this is what we're gonna do. We got to You know, you gotta pay pay um homage to the people that you know the 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 the, the people that you're on the shoulders of, man. The giants that you're on the shoulders of. So you gotta do that. But what we're gonna do? Pay a couple bills. Well, we we'll be right back out of bounds in a minute. Love is a 
What's happening? What's happening? You know what time it is, man. We're back out of bounds, baby. Look, here's the deal. All right. I mean, like I said, we're keeping in 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 uh in theme. We're keeping the theme of people stealing stuff. All right. Dell Bevel and Pete Carroll stole the Super Bowl from the Seattle Seahawks and gave it to the New England Patriots. I don't care what Bill Belichick says. He's a, I mean, I don't care. Whatever. Are you going to listen to a a a, a two one two three time offender? I don't know. What what are you going to do? Who's 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 worthy going to take Bill Belichick or mine? They stole it, man. So we came with got to give it up, Marvin Gaye. You know, blurred lines, Robin. Robin Thicke and who else? Pharrell, they stole that. Michael Bolton, <laughs> he slowed down the Osley Brothers. Love is a wonderful thing and stole it, made millions off of it and got caught, and he had to pay that money. But look, we got a big-time big, big time announcement. Syracuse has self-imposed a postseason ban on their, football, on their basketball team. But who cares? Syracuse stinks this year. So it's a great – I mean, it's – it's like it's a blessing in disguise. It's addition, it's addition by subtraction. And in case you were wondering, everybody's saying, you know, Auburn had a great day in this recruiting thing. They say Alabama's a clear-cut number one. UCLA had a good day. You know why? Because they got the dog father's son, Cordell Brodus or Brodus, however you want to talk about it, from the uh, national champion uh whatever team that is in Nevada that uh, Cordell Broaddus played for us at wide receiver, son of Snoop Doggy Dog or Snoop Lion, whatever you want to talk about. But it's funny, right? Snoop was a huge USC fan. But, you know, because USC, of course, is like in like, like in the city of Compton pretty much. But um, UCLA is where Snoop's son has chosen to go. We'll see what happens. He's a you know he's one of those top recruits out there. He's a great wide receiver. Um, we'll see how it goes, man. You know, cool, man. I'm 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 digging that. Let's go, let's go, let's go, Bruins, baby. But hey, man, you know it's it's just one of those things, man. It's one of those things. That's just how it goes, baby. It, I mean, this this sports thing, of course, it's like who would have thought, man? This sports thing is just like a, it, it just doesn't it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Um, look, <laughs> is this any, is this a surprise to anyone that Phil that the Knicks stink? Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe it's not. But of course, Phil Jackson's come up with this uh, proclamation, this earth-shattering revelation that <laughs> the triangle's not working in New York. No joke. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I mean, is that is that? I don't know. Is is does that like say that um what's his name? Does that say that Phil Jackson is no good? I don't know. It just says the triangle's not working. The New York stinks. They're terrible. They're horrible. There's some you know, as a friend of mine would say, there's some stomp down garbage, man. They 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 they, they you know they they I don't know whatever it is. They stink, man. They stink. Okay, but um. Look, we're moving on, man. We're moving on. Look, here's this thing. It's Black History Month. What's today? February the 4th. And I'm going to tell you, man, I, I really, you know, this Black History Month thing is it's getting on my nerves. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, it's because it's like, you know, come on, man. I mean, you know, it's, it's American history, man. Let's just incorporate all the stuff into it. Let's do it. But, of course, you know, you got to come up with some Black History stuff. Because, you know, it's like, I mean, I don't know. Somehow, some way, pop culture has been incorporated in Black Black History Month, which is ridiculous to me. We're celebrating athletes and, and entertainers. I don't know. It's just weird. But anyway, the story, is, it's, I mean, this is a decent story. This is a decent story. Um, Serena Williams, you know, I don't know if you knew. Of course, she's the Australian Open champion. Um, she's going back to this is tournament in Indian Wells, California. Apparently, Indian Wells is like a well-to-do part of California. Uh, Venus is from, I mean, not Venus. Well, both, yeah, Venus and Serena. But Serena in particular, she's from Compton or whatever. And uh, 2001, she won the championship there. And uh, she got booed because I think like her, her, her 
and Venus was supposed to play in the semifinals, and it didn't happen. So Venus, Serena got a walkover and played some Russian lady who she annihilated, and then they said that it was, you know, a fix of blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I mean, fix, she's won 19 majors, so what, what, what's the fix? I don't know. Is everybody fixing? I don't know. But, um, you know, she's coming back. She's coming back. She had a self-imposed uh, hiatus or ban or whatever. She boycotted, if you want to keep along the black history thing, she boycotted Indian Wells. So she made this big announcement. She's coming back to Indian Wells, um, 2015. I mean, you know, she's from California, so why not play in Indian Wells? You know, I mean, you know, and don't boo her, man. I mean, she's American, so why, you know, why are you booing her? I don't get it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But anyway, um, Serena, I mean, she's my favorite. You know, hey, I'm going to tell you, she's my favorite. She's sexy. She's all that stuff. She's a great tennis player. She wins and blah, 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 you know. But Serena, you got to do something about those eyebrows, man. You're killing me with these eyebrows, man. I mean, you know, I don't. is that the thing, those big old eyebrows? I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know. Is anybody talking about eyebrows these days? 502-384-1450. 502-384-1450. Eyebrows. I don't know. I mean Is it a unibrow? Like Anthony Davis? No, man. It's like a it's like a a sculpture thing. People Is it like Eugene Levy from girls American Pie? Eyebrows. Never seen American Pie, man. You never seen American thing. Pie, really? I don't eat pie, man. I eat, you don't have I don't to eat, eat pie to watch a movie pie. called American Pie. You got to eat pie to watch the pie, man. <laughs> you got to eat pie to watch it, man. I don't I don't drive a train, but I've seen train spotting. I mean. Didn't see that either. I'm not into drugs. I don't, I, it's, a very, <laughs> it's a weird movie, by the way. Yeah, I'm not into heroin. Uh, I don't, I don't, heroin's I don't have, not my thing, boss. I've never flown a plane, but I've seen <laughs> Up in the Air. I mean. <laughs> up in the Air. Now, up in the Air was a good movie. I see, but do you have a pilot's license? No. I fly. Have you seen Flight? Do you have a pilot's license? No. Of course I saw it. It's Denzel. (laughs) You're talking about George Clooney and Denzel. Train spotting. Who's the name of actor in train spotting? Can't do it. He's British. I know that. Can't do it. You know who's in Flight? Denzel. Don Cheadle. Uh, Your boy. The big boy. What's his name? Goodman. John Goodman. I know the girl from uh, the league. uh, The league is in it too. The one that plays. uh, Oh, she's bad. And she's also in My Name is Earl too. She's in that show. There you go. And, and, of course, up in the edge, George Clooney and the other girl, the lady, whatever her name. Yeah, the girl from Pitch Perfect. The which two I, ladies, yeah. yeah. She doesn't know this yet, but she's my future ex-wife. There you go. She's unaware of it, but she'll learn one day. Cha-ching. Let's get that money, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> but look, man. I mean, but, you know, hey, I don't, you know, hey, it is it is what it is. Serena's back in Indian Wells. Cool. But look, man. Here's another thing, man. Look, I'm going to tell you. Look, I'm looking at this schedule right now. We're jumping all over the place, but I'm looking at this schedule, okay? I'm looking at the schedule. Who who gave us the schedule? It's, of course, you know who it is. It's Kentucky Wildcats. Kentucky, we don't really talk a whole lot of U of L Kentucky stuff, but we're talking about that today because they just beat Georgia on Tuesday. They've got Florida on Saturday. Hey, man, I mean, it's, it's, not, a huge, it's not a huge announcement. It's not like I'm not going out on a limb to say that they're going to finish the regular season undefeated, all right? They've only got three more home games, South Carolina, Auburn, Arkansas. They finish up with them on the 26th of February, okay? The last game is at Georgia. They'll beat Georgia. I mean, I think they get that kid back, whoever, Thornton or whatever. They get Marcus Thornton back, but whatever. It does not matter. Okay, it doesn't really matter. It's on ESPN because it's the last game. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. They play Florida, which is the last game. It's a setup on CBS, okay? And that's before the tournament. If you want to catch us, we're going to be at the SEC tournament in Nashville, March, what, 11th through the 15th. Out of bounds is going to be down there, man, because, we're going, because we like to see history made, and we're going to see it. Kentucky will finish the regular season. They're going to start the tournament they're going to finish up with the tournament undefeated, and they're going to go in, win six more games, and then that'll be it. End of discussion. I, greatest team ever? I'm not into all that. I don't. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm going to tell you. And, and, and if you want to get on this, look, 502-384-1450. If Kentucky finishes undefeated, okay, throughout the uh, you know national championship, all that stuff, if they finish undefeated, will they be considered – 
the greatest team ever. I don't think so. I mean, because I, I'm just, I, I didn't even finish, hardly finish the question before I gave you my answer. I don't think so because, and that's simply because, and I love Kentucky. I, I think there have been better teams at Kentucky, all right? And I obviously think that there have been better teams throughout history. UCLA, I mean, is, is a better team. Any team that you got, you know, Luau Cinder on, I mean, that's that's a better team. That'll be a better team, you know. UNLV, I was watching UNLV back in like ninety. Yes, well, on my on my computer today when they played Michigan, that was like right before they went undefeated and played Duke and then threw the game or whatever it was. But I mean, that team is better because they've got, you know, some some they've got plastic man, they've got Grandma Ma, they had Anderson Hunt, they had uh, you know. Uh, AK Greg Anthony, aka Elliot Spitzer, um, they had them on the team, man. You know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's you have characters. That's the only. You know what? I'm gonna tell you. That's the only thing that I believe that this uh, Kentucky team is missing. Some characters, man. I mean, I'm talking about. We need some guys that want that need to talk a lot of stuff, man. We need some guys on that team, and I'm, you don't have to have it. But you want it, you do want it, because you want some people that are going to talk a lot of stuff. You know, say, look, somebody needs to go out on a limb and say, look, we're going to go undefeated, blah, blah, blah. We need somebody to put some elbows like Moses Scurry for UNLV. You need somebody that's going to put an elbow. Knock somebody out, you know. What's the, the Kari Johnson, knock somebody out the next game. You know, I mean, just do it, man. You know, we need we need somebody to wear a face mask like uh to get his nose broken, like Greg Anthony, and wear a face mask. We need some. We need some drama. That's the only thing that we're missing because we're just beating everybody. UK's just beating everybody. I mean, you, you need some type of drama, some some type of adversity, to be considered the greatest team. You need you need a backstory, you know. And, and that's the only thing that you're missing. I think they're gonna go undefeated, and I think they're gonna do it no problem. Man. I think they're gonna glide. Through, through, you know, just going to glide through the tournament. I don't see anybody. I mean, who's out there that's going to beat them? You know, it's, at first and then initially, Arizona, nah, they kind of fell off. Duke, nah, they, they proved that they were mortal. Um, you know, it's, everybody says, hey, if somebody's big. It's got to be a big person. You know, a team with like Purdue with some big guys. But look, no, Purdue's not going to do it. I mean, come on, man. But – you need a, I mean, and, I, and the formula is, I mean, of course, it's the formula for any basketball team. You need shooters and a big and big guys. I mean, that's like no surprise. But Kentucky's got that, so you know, I don't, you know, hopefully, uh, you, you know, your boy will be back. What's his name? Trey Lyles will be back. I don't know. Somebody told me the, <laughs> the other day. They said, "Man, what's wrong with this kid's immune system?" I don't know, man. He's in college, man. When you go to college, you get mono, you get strep, you get all that stuff. And Dad said it's not mono. <laughs> I think he had mono at first, though. I mean, I mean, it's not, it's nothing, it's nothing embarrassing when you're in college with all these people from all over the country and all over the world. All right, in one setting, you're gonna get sick, man. Leave those girls alone, Trey Lyles. Stick with one or two girls, and then you're good to go. You can't have four, five, and six, man. It looks good, but 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 the in reality, you get sick. You get red mono, Brandon. Never had mono, man. That I know of. I mean, I don't. I had strep, <laughs> I had strep throat bad when I first got to college. You know, I mean, because it just happens. You start mixing and mingling, and that's just what happens. You get sick. <laughs> you know, you're 18, 19, you think you can do you can do everything. But, you know, you, you learn to pace yourself. Trey Lyles, pace yourself, man. That's what you do. You know? I mean, you'll have plenty of time for that other stuff. Pace yourself, man. But that's just, you know, that's that's just what happened. You know, you, you know how it is. You know how it is, Chubb. But um look, man, that's just that's just what no, happened. No, I don't. I've man. never had two, three, four girls that I don't know how that is. No, happened. I didn't say at a time. <laughs> okay. I didn't say at a time. But you know, you, you know how it is. I'd love man. to hear about how about it though. Hey, <laughs> I'm sure he's got some stories for you, man. He's definitely got some stories. But I mean, look, you know, it's just it's just it's that's it. That's just the thing, man. 
But yeah, do I believe UK is going to go undefeated? Most definitely, 100%. No question. Um, you know, no questions, no commas, period. That's your English class for the day. UK is going to go undefeated. But I mean, you know, is it, is it is it a whole lot of storyline to it? That's like I said, that's what's missing. It's not a whole lot. I mean, we need some characters on this team, man. You know, we need somebody like, you know, somebody we need somebody that likes to, to smoke, to smoke some, you know, smoke weed or something, you know. You know, we need something. Somebody, you know, somebody who's a we need a bad boy. That's what we need. But hey, you know, it's, you get what you get, and maybe that's why they're so successful. Because you know it's, it's whatever we need somebody like we need somebody like uh, what's this kid's name Joseph Randall for the Cowboys who was just arrested on some drug charges. <laughs> we need something like that. I think Shane Bannon's got some eligibility <laughs> left. <laughs> we need somebody like that, man. We need somebody who steals underwear. You know, I mean something. You know, panty raid. So we need somebody to get caught in a panty raid. Or something on UK's campus, but hey, man, it's, it's it is what it is, and that just. But I mean, honestly, that just says you know that's a testament to these kids and their character that they just want to win, man. You know, they're good kids and they want to win, and uh, and and that's it. But look, speaking about, I mean, what's going on? What's what's happening? What's happening with the with the? With, I mean, you know, you're gonna have this stuff, but I mean, gee whiz, it's not even. It's not even um what a couple days later for the season to end. You got this stuff happening. You got Joseph Randall for the Cowboys. He just he's just uh, I don't know he's, he's he gets in trouble. We got this kid Dequell Jackson for the Colts. He was he was arguing over parking space. I mean I don't know man. You know I mean that's, but hey these guys are high strong. Hopefully he'll be okay. Everything every everything can be cool. We got your man Warren Sapp. He wants to uh, I don't know what he's doing. Warren Sapp, stop being so cheap, man. Stop being so cheap, man. If you get these girls off back page, you got to pay them, man. They know who you are. They know you have money. Now, you pay $2,000 for, for a pair of sneakers, but you won't pay, you know, $5 for a woman. Come on, man. What, what are you doing, boss? You're giving up hundreds of thousands of dollars because you want to be cheap. And then you want to argue and you want to cause a disturbance in the hotel. 7 a.m. in Arizona. Come on, man. I mean, this said we're not in Liberty City. We're not wherever you're from, back in the backwoods of Florida. Look, then girls are then look, man, the price is up, boss. They raised the price up, man. The price is up. It's like gasoline. Yeah, back in 1980, you could pay a buck for it, but you can't do that today. Warren Sapp, they know you, man. I mean, you know. It's, What's going on, boss? And plus, you're old too. You're not twenty some years old anymore. Nobody thinks you're sexy. You got to pay for it, man. It's Super Bowl prices quadruple. Come on, man. Stop. You're playing with yourself, as my old art teacher, Mister Matt, would say. You're playing with yourself, man. But now, well, now no, that's now what you want. Playing, now, now he's not playing what you alone. Call back page, he wasn't. Yeah, he's really playing with himself now. <laughs> he's really playing. But I mean, you know, hey, that's. It's, Hey, that's how it goes, man. It's just that's life. Man. Maybe NFL Network needs to give him a raise. Well, I mean, he needs to stop being so doggone cheap. That's what he needs to do. But hey, it's it's just life, man. What and what's going? I mean, what's what's happening? It's another thing. Another thing. The, the you know, the Browns are texting on the sidelines. They have, and and of course, we still we still were waiting about this Deflate Gate. I this is what I think. The flake gate is going to be nothing. It's going to be nothing because that's just how it is. That's just how it is, you know. It's not going to be anything. I mean, but right now we've got enough stories to last us for the whole offseason. Another another NFL cat in trouble. Uh, Packers defensive tackle, LaTroy Guillen, or Guillen, I don't know, is he, what is he, like Cajun or something? He was arrested for felony possession of marijuana and firearms. I mean, he's from he's from Florida. Another Florida boy. Josh Gordon is a Florida boy. I there's think, a picture of that guy's, by the way, his bus. There's a picture of what they got from him. Hundred and ninety thousand dollars in stacks cash. Stacks of cash and there's some guns. There's nine one, milli. One cell phone and then like two bags of dope and trafficking, then, baby. Yeah. That's trafficking. That's indicia for those who don't know. The best that's indicia of traffic. The best part is is the phone in the picture is a flip phone. 
Well, I'm I mean, thinking, why, if you've got that much cash, that gun, and that much bud, why you got a flip phone? <laughs> that might get him off. Because he said, look, I can't be trafficking. I got a flip phone. Yeah. I mean, if I had an iPhone 6, maybe, yeah. <laughs> and better better yet, it might be an Obama phone. If it's, a, if it's an Obama phone, one of those track phones, he'll get off, man. He'll get off. 357 grams of Mary Jane. What's going on, baby? I mean, what's happening? Nate, I mean, what, Nate what, Newton's what, like lightweight. It's lightweight. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. They knew <laughs> Cowboys for life, baby. <laughs> but look, I, I can understand. You know, he, he uh, I, I don't get it. He's playing for the Packers. I don't know what this guy's making, but they said it's $190,000 worth of marijuana. I guess it wasn't enough for him. You know, I don't know. Maybe it was supposed to be he's making the rain money or something. I, who knows, man? I mean, come on, fellas. Come on, y'all. We got we, People have to do better, man. I mean, but maybe they don't. Maybe it's just, you know, it's just the law of averages. It's just, it's just what happens. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. I mean, hey. If you play, if you have a job in the NFL, even if you are a lower level position player, I don't understand why the need to to risk attempting to sell drugs or be involved in drug dealing. I don't know, Trevor. I mean, man. if you're working at Walmart, I get it. You need to make some money to pay the rent. But if you're in the NFL, and I'm not saying just because you're in the NFL you're making millions, because you're not, but you're making a pretty decent wage, regardless. Even if you're at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, you're I mean, making a you're making compared to everybody else. Th- yeah, you're making more than fifty grand a year, which is more than a majority of people do make, right? In, in a living, and so you're making a good. You can be on the practice squad and make over 50, like sixty, seventy thousand. Oh yeah, no doubt. Now you can only be on the practice squad three times where you, you have to be dismissed from it. But and then you got to you, budget your money. Yeah, you just have to budget your money, and you can. Yeah, you just don't, you know, buy. Big, you know, cars with wheels that spin. <laughs> I'm riding spinners, man. They're spinning. They, they spinning. Thank you, Chris Rock. <laughs> Here you go, Shaq. Buy yourself a new bouncy car. <laughs> Main Street. <laughs> so, but I, that's what I don't get. I mean, if you, so if you're in the NFL in some way, you're making anywhere between. I mean, I'm being generous when I say a minimum seventy five thousand a year. So I mean, there's no oh, reason yeah, to absolutely. I mean, if you if you're personally wanting to to have drugs for your own personal use, I, okay, that's one thing. But I mean, as I look at the picture of uh, Latroy Gian's, you know, minor league drug, you know, Nino Brown lookalike thing going on over here. <laughs> you know, he's got two right, big old bags. Right, he's got right. cash all bounded up. So obviously, he's trying to to be a pusher man like Curtis Mayfield. And I just don't get why you would even risk that when you're already making NFL money and you can make enough money. Maybe not as quickly as you would in, in a dope game, but right, you're still right. making decent money. Hey man, I just don't get it, I, I, Trevor. You know how this thing goes, man. I mean, is there any? I mean, is there any rhyme or reason? Is there any rationale for anything? I like in the picture, by the way. I'll show you this at the break. Yeah. Not always it a flip phone, which I'm starting to think maybe is a burner phone. Wire fans love. Oh that. yeah, it's a wire, baby. It's but a wire, uh, no doubt. not always there stacks of cash, the two bags of uh, dope. But there's like a pile of change, like nickels and pennies, next to the gun, as if that's being registered as part of the, I guess, the money that they're. Uh, they're arresting him for. I mean, do you really need to count the pocket change as well? And they got they got to get it all. Every little bit counts. I guess they put him over Two the two dope boys charge. in a Cadillac. <laughs> hey, look, man, local story: Justin Green, male from former male uh, football track star, went to the University of Illinois. He was on the uh, Patriots uh, practice squad. I don't know. Did they get a ring? Yes, they do. Awesome. And my and you know what I got a story I know a guy that knows uh, Bill I think Bill Green he's a good kid by the way I've met Justin Green he's a really yeah. good kid Bill Green is his brother uh, he's a friend of mine's brother um, and 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 then uh, also he is the brother of this it's, this is like a football family he's the brother of former UK wide receiver Jay Suma Sims who's from Providence Kentucky he used to play for Webster County back in the day. And I, I'm a, uh, you know, I, from from Providence, so I know Jay Suma, um, and uh, you know, from back in the day, and uh, his dad, his their their dad is like a big time athlete. He played in CFL, all that stuff. So that's like a football, you know, football family. So that's a you know feel good thing, you know. Got your ring, get your ring, baby. Um, look, man, here's what we're doing. 
Of course, we got the biggest trial. We got the trial of the century. If you like football, you love football. The football season carries on in the form of Aaron Hernandez, his murder trial. Um, you know, big, big, big thing today. Uh, his girlfriend, his girlfriend's sister, took the stand. Okay, and of course, his girlfriend, Keith, when well, Keith Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez's girlfriend, right, is her. His her sister was the girlfriend of the guy that he they say he killed, Odin Lloyd. And she took the stand. She was saying that, you know, Hernandez's girlfriend was looking shady and uh uh, you know, acting shady after it happened. But the big news today was that this is day three of the murder trial. The judge dismissed the juror, okay, a female juror, on the grounds that the juror may have expressed some doubts to people outside the jury. That uh, about convicting Hernandez. So you know, she said. Apparently, she said that it would be difficult, um, given that no weapon for the murder of Old Lloyd had been found. So you know, I mean, hey, it's it's a practical thing. It's a real thing. But you just can't talk. You know, on the jury, man, you you got you got snitches, man. I'm gonna tell you. You you talking? You think you got snitches in the street? You got snitches on these juries, man, because everybody's looking for an edge and an angle. All right, so you got plants. You got you can't say the best thing to do if you're on a jury just shut up. That's I mean shut up for however long the jury. I mean this is gonna be like a month. They gotta shut up. You know don't say anything because see here's the deal. If you stay on this Aaron Hernandez jury. You might have a chance to make a couple bucks, you know, if you can keep your mouth shut. I was gonna say, do you think maybe that's the re- that was the the rhyme behind the method of the madness was to get kicked off a jury, knowing that yeah, she's gonna make five dollars a week from the government from being on this jury, but it's gonna last <laughs> like a month and a half maybe. And she was like, well, you know what, I got uh, I got video games I want to play. I got stuff if she's to working. Do. If she's working. Yeah, I mean, she wants, to, <laughs> she wants to go home. She's not like John Cusack. She wants off the jury, not on. You know. If she's working. But, I mean, you know, and then plus is another thing. She lied. I mean, this is, like, crazy. I mean, this might she, not be OJ level. They can't sell books to this probably like they could maybe. No, nah, it's not that big because yeah. OJ was the first one that we actually, you know, it was the beginning of reality TV. It, but yeah. this girl right here, she's gone to, uh, she lied on the questionnaire. Apparently they asked, which is practical, they asked these people on the jury, like, how many Patriots games have you gone to? And she lied about it. So somebody, I guess somebody called and was like, "Hey, she went to she went to twenty games, and she says she only went to five. You know, I'm, if you went to any, you should not be on that jury. Ah, uh, that's tough though, man. I mean, because the jury isn't it's in New England, right? The trial's in New like that area, so it's kind of you, you, know. you can you can't tell me you can't find twelve people that never been to a Patriots game. I mean, but gee whiz, it's in Boston. There's lots of things to do. I've been to Boston. There's lots of stuff to do. But in Boston. I mean, Boston's a sports town. Yeah, but there's also there's also the Celtics. There's also the Red Sox. But, I mean, the whole the whole thing is. I mean, the criteria is not did you go to a game. The yeah. criteria is can you be impartial. And if you've been to a game or you admit you're a Patriots fan, I'm That's not saying just, you can't be impartial. But I yeah. would I would rather not open that Pandora's box to begin with about well, picking yeah. I mean, the, obviously the prosecution wants to get you struck. But, yeah, I mean they you know, want people that are. But if you got like twenty five, if you got twenty five people left, and like thirteen of them have been to games, and that's what you've got, you're probably going to get. It's not saying that you can't have anybody on the jury that's been to a game, but you can't have anybody that's been to a game that lies about it. I mean, I mean, it's not like that she's showing up wearing her Aaron Hernandez jersey or something. Right. She walks in and be like, "I've never been to a game. I don't even know who he is." I mean, maybe she want maybe you get pick pick the person wearing the Gronk jersey over her, maybe. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, but this is going. But then again, I mean, going to a game doesn't mean you're probably even know who Aaron. You could go to three games and not maybe even know who Aaron is. There. Exactly. Well, I mean, you know, you know, and you might not be a fan of them. All, you know, yeah, you just went but, so, in social you know, uh, environment, and you know, you went with be social with people, maybe. But uh, here's the thing, though, man. Sinead Jackson, Sinead Jackson is the. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Shania is it Shania Jackson? Wayne. Sh- Shania Jackson. Is the uh, girl that dated Odin Lloyd, and that's you know the sister of Hernandez's fiance. All right, um, and it, her sister. I mean, his this is weird, man. Her sister's name is Shania, S H A N 
S-H-E-A-H. And Hernandez's uh, fiance's name, Shania, S-H-A-Y-A-N-N-A. What is it, like two different dads or something? I don't know. Whatever, man. But look, we'll, we'll, we'll delve into this. Uh, what's this Aaron Hernandez uh, thing when we get back? Out of bounds. We'll be right back. We'll be right What up, what up, we're back out of bounds, your host, Brandon Lawrence. And look, man, like I said, the show is always brought to you by the law office of Brandon Lawrence. Personal injury, wrongful death, all that other stuff. If you, you know somebody gets hurt, you know, somebody from, uh, what do you call it, Jefferson County Public Schools jacks your kid up, something like that. You know, they fall off a bus or whatever. You know who to call because that's who we, we do sue, Jefferson County Public Schools. We got a lot of dealings with by turn the combs. That's who represents Jefferson County Public School. But then, you know, that's just a whole hey, other Brandon, side. Why are you because they passed their school system and clearly? I- was that what you say? I couldn't hear you. Oh, my mic went out. I said, "Can you? Can I? Can you take? Can I hire you to sue the Jefferson County Public Schools?" Clearly, I didn't need to be graduating. Hey, man, if they didn't do you right, if they didn't give you a quality education, we could find something, man. You've talked to me for more than five minutes. Do you think I got a quality education? Well, I thought you went to, like, manual or something. What's a Wagner? Oh, wow. Oh, nah, man. I thought you went to manual. You can't sue, Trevor. You're too smart. But look, man, here's the deal. Let me check. Like I said, we, we uh, look, Pete Carroll, Dell Bevel, and you could might, maybe you'll say Russell Wilson, stole – they they snatched victory from the jaws of defeat um, in that Super Bowl. So that's what we're doing. The theme today is people who steal songs. We started off with, uh, oh, yeah, Marvin Gaye. So Pharrell and who's the other guy? Robin Thicke. I always forget his name. Robin Thicke stole, you know, blurred lines from You Got to Give It Up. Check this stuff out, man. It's real, man. And then plus, I don't know, the what was the other song? I don't even know the other song. But this last song, Isley Brothers, Isley Brothers, Michael Bolton, they sued him. This whole, this last one, a whole lot of love, Led Zeppelin, right? They stole this song from a cat named Willie Dixon. Oh, he wrote the song for Muddy Waters. All right. Now another group recorded it, like Smiling Faces or somebody like that, but they didn't make any money off of it. So you don't, you don't, you don't sue people who don't make any money. Because you're not going to get any money. You're going to be wasting money. So Led Zeppelin, of course, you know, Plant and all those other guys, they they made a gang of money. So they sued them. I don't know. if I think they probably won some money. But stop stealing, man. Led Zeppelin, man, they stole a bunch of songs, man. They stole a bunch of songs. But, I mean, you know, that's, that's a whole other thing about the European uh, soul and, 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 and blues thing, whatever, whatever. But anyway, look, we're sticking with this sports theme, man. We got a guy calling in in a second. His name is Nui Scruggs. He's from uh, NBC Sports. He's calling in. But look, man, you know, because he went, he actually went to the Super Bowl. And we're going to talk to him. I met this cat. I met this guy in uh, Seattle when we saw the Cowboys play Seattle. Um, you know, and, and, and he's he's a good guy, man. He's he's uh, he's uh, taking out the time to call in so we'll, you know, get some insight from him. We got we got him on. What's going on? How you doing, Mr. Scruggs? This is Newey Scruggs, y'all, from NBC Sports, man. What's happening? Welcome to Out of Bounds, Mr. Scruggs. What's happening? Hey, pleasure to be on Out of Bounds, Brandon. How are you? Hey, man, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for calling in. I was just saying, look, I met you in Seattle. Um, that was, what was that, week six or something like that when the Cowboys came down there and the 
and uh, beat beat the uh, Seahawks. You were gracious enough. You know, you talking to me and everything. Gracious enough to come on the show. You were at the Super Bowl. How was it, man? Uh, it was a great experience. I mean, I've, I went to the Super Bowl the last couple of years, and um, last year's game was not close at all. So this year, to come down to uh, you know the final thirty seconds was was a welcome, uh, welcome thing to see. And, and I'm still in shock, like everybody else, that Seattle would elect to throw the ball instead of giving it to Marshawn Lynch. I mean, you know, and his you're an objective guy. I mean, you know, you you've seen been to multiple Super Bowls. This is what you do. I mean, it, is it? Is it? I mean, was it like? What was the feeling like in the in 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 uh in Arizona? What was the feeling like in the stadium? I mean, was it like a? Was it like a just? Were people leaving? Like, what in the world just happened? Sure. I mean, the crowd was was two thirds Seahawks fans. So so right out of the gate, it was a Seahawks home crowd, and obviously they are you know at that point in time they're they're thinking they're about to win the Super Bowl. Here it is. You, you've got the ball um, inside the ten yard line, basically the four, with um, you know a minute to go, and they they do that. <laughs> you throw the ball. <laughs> I thought Marshawn Lynch. I, I actually thought there was going to two things would happen. If you're going to get the ball to Marshawn Lynch, or you're going to fake it to Lynch, and you're going to allow Russell Wilson to run it in. But I, I was sure it was going to be a run play, and for them to to as as the Carolina Panthers running back. Um, uh, Williams said, "Hey, they played." The Angela Williams said, "They played. They played chess when they needed to play checkers. It was pretty simple. You didn't have to dial up anything crazy and and uh, or even cute. Just just run the ball." Wow, man. It's, I mean, yeah. It's, I guess everybody's you know still in pretty much uh, pretty much disbelief on that thing. Hey, um, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's wow. I mean, what do you what do you think about? I mean, did you did you uh, check out? Get a chance. And I'm sure you did get a chance to check out any uh, college signings today. Sure, sure. I mean, I, I I'm based out of Dallas, so yeah. Um, yeah. In my night job, I work over at NBC Dallas TV, so you know I consistently keep up with all this. And and to, you know, so you've got Texas, Texas A&M, TCU, Baylor, Texas Tech. You know, there's so much around us in dealing with the you know, Big Twelve and SEC. So. To, you know, to for signing day today was big time. It was a lot of big time stuff here, and uh, it looked like Texas A and M filled a lot of needs that they that they needed on the defensive end, and that, that's something that Kevin Sumlin is going to have to take care of um, if he's going to try and keep his job long term. They've got to improve, improve defensively, and they did that with Dalen Mack. Then you add uh, Miles Garrett, who they had last year. Now they've got a, the makings of a really good D line. You've got to be strong up front if you're trying to win in the SEC. And what about? I mean, we've got a we've got a Charlie Strong connection up here. And, you know, you just came from Louisville. Um, did Charlie? Did Texas do enough uh, in the signing period to uh, for Charlie to keep his job for another year or two, or is he? You know, is, is he in jeopardy or what? Well, I, I, Char, Charlie's going to get at least three years. I mean, I okay. say at least three years. Charlie's going to get that. Um, he signed some good kids today. It's not what Mac Brown had been signing right. in, in years past, where Mac Brown was up there in the top five. So he's got some work to do. Uh, one of the biggest things that he's got to take care of, and, and he he really hasn't. He's a quarterback. Um, Tyrone Swoops is not not the answer. So at some point in time, Charlie's got to get that fixed. And I don't think he signed. It doesn't look. I should say it does not look like he signed. You know that impact Vince Young type of quarterback or Kyler Murray who Texas A and M got. Uh, so it doesn't look like that. And as I say that, look, because I remember when Colt McCoy was signed, he was just kind of a throw-in at the end, and the kid who was supposed to be the big quarterback was Jevin Snee. So, you know, we 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 think these guys are going to be this bank based on rankings, but we got to see what they do when they get to Austin. All right. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, well, of course, everybody, I don't know. I don't know if everybody's from Louisville is pulling for Charlie Strong, but I'm pulling for Charlie Strong. Uh, another, another. Charlie Strong, Charlie Strong. Huh? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. What were you going to say about Charlie Strong? Listen, Charlie Strong is going to uh, be fine if people allow him to do his job. And anybody at Louisville should just be thankful for what Charlie Strong did when he was there. Um, <laughs> yeah, the program won a Sugar Bowl. Yeah. He left He left the program better than he found it. And, you know, so I, and it's the University of Texas. I mean, that would be, you know, especially when we're talking about football, okay? Louisville's a basketball school. 
So, so you can't get mad at a guy for taking one of the top five jobs in the country in terms of resources, uh, like a Texas or an Ohio State or an Alabama. I'm sorry. You can't get mad at a guy for doing that. Nah, you can't. Hey, I'm not mad at him. I think you're, you're absolutely right. And then keeping on the keeping on the Louisville, uh, uh, Texas team, you got it. You got a product down there with the Mavericks, Ray John Rondo. You guys just signed him. You just signed him well, a little while ago. He's from Louisville. He's a Louisville product. I mean, how? I mean, of course, he's got his uh, facial fracture stuff going on. How, how's he working out? I mean, is it you know is is long term? Is he a long term fix? Is he a, is he going to be a stalwart there down there and uh, with the uh, with the Mavericks? I think he's a long-term fit. They, they gave up enough to get him, and I, don't, I think unless they, you know, if they don't sign Rajon Rondo in the offseason, then, then to me it would be a failed trade. But uh, I like the fact that he plays defense. In the West, you have to have top point guard play. You just go down the list. You've got Damian Lillard in Portland. you got Russell Westbrook out there at Oklahoma City. you got Chris Paul in uh, Los Angeles. you got um, Steph Curry at Golden State. you got Eric Bledsoe. In Phoenix, you just go down the list. Your Ricky Rubio is out there in, in Minnesota. So you've got so many great point guards in in the Western Conference that you've got to have a guy like Rondo. You, know, you want to talk about trying to go through the Spurs? You got to go through a guy like Tony Parker. So to me, what the Mavericks got in Rajon Rondo was an excellent pick. I mean, excellent fit because he's a defender. He's going to make these guys earn their points, and then he can distribute the basketball. And when you've got guys like Tyson Chandler, who you can find at Dirk Nowitzki, that makes your job a lot easier. So I think Rondo will uh, – I think he is a good fit, still finding his way a little bit, but give him another offseason here with this team, and I, and I really think we'll see some of the best uh, best basketball out of Rondo yet. All right, sweet. New Scruggs, man. Hey, you're giving us some great insight. One more – one last thing, one last thing. And this is like, you know, look, I'm a big U.K. fan. And I'm gonna tell you, you are you coming up? Are you gonna come up here for the uh, NCAA in Indianapolis when uh, UK uh, brings brings when they get another banner and they go 45? You know, I was at the uh, I, I was I was I don't know if I'll make it to Indianapolis, but I was there in, 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 when they had the Final Four in Dallas and UConn beat UK. So oh, um, I don't I don't know if UK will be able to. Uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting, but. Uh, the one thing I know, especially when it comes to this college basketball deal, just when we think we got it figured out, we don't have it figured out. So, yeah. you know what? Good health to Coach Cal, and we'll see what uh, we'll see what they can do long term. Because you know, just one 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 off one off half, yeah. and you can get upset in this tournament. Absolutely. But look, Nui, man, I'm gonna tell you, man. Look, hey, look, this is an invitation. You can come on up. We're going. We'll we'll uh we'll give you a round trip ticket out of bounds to come on up to Indianapolis and watch UK put another band up, man. Well, you got some confidence, man. You and Ashley <laughs> Judd, y'all got some confidence up there. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see. We shall see. It will be very interesting. They will definitely be a favorite. Yeah. But you know, just like last year, when a whole lot of people didn't think they would get, get this far, they did. Yeah. So when people thinking they're going to get this far, you never know. Then they may not. So we'll, we'll see, man. I, I just I just know how that NCAA tournament thing goes, man. When you, just what we think we know, we don't. Oh, absolutely. Hey, hey, Mr. Scrubs, man. We appreciate you calling in, and hopefully we can get you back on. You know, sometime in the near future, a couple more times, man. We appreciate you taking out the time, taking the time out of your busy schedule to call on in. Newie Scrubs from NBC Sports Radio. Appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Thank you, Brandon. All right, take care. There it is, man. Newey Scruggs, NBC Sports Radio. He, like I said, man, he's a gracious guy, man. You know, he, you know, he met him in Seattle, and it was cool because I think probably like maybe he wouldn't have talked to me if the Cowboys would have lost. I don't know, <laughs> but nah, he was, I mean, he's he's a cool cat, man. But um, you know, look, I mean, this is how it is. Yeah, we started off with the UK thing. You know, we got the going deep guys. They're gonna come on next. You know, they're going to talk about how great the uh, U of L recruiting day was and all the other stuff, probably. I don't know. Who knows? Did any, what's up with the Kentucky recruits? I'm not even going to get into that. I'll let those guys do all that stuff. But I, I, who, who knows? Who knows, man? I, whatever, man. But I mean, I'm sure they're going to talk about this Syracuse thing. I just find it funny that, you know, <laughs> he, Jim Bayham chose, chose this year to ban themselves from the. Um, NCAA tournament. He's a smart guy. I mean, you know, it's that's funny. That's some funny stuff. 
But hey, you know, look, it is what it is. The Patriots win. We got to listen to doggone Tom Brady hero stories for a whole nother, I don't know, however many months or whatever. But I'm going to tell you, I, I will say this. I will say this about the uh, about this doggone uh, in the, about this doggone uh, Super Bowl. I'm going to tell you, man, these guys are leaders, man. Brady, if you watch, because I watched this inside the NFL thing, Brady is a leader. Russell Wilson is a doggone leader, man. He's a positive. If, if it's anybody I'm talking about, you know, taking the mantle and running with it right now, it's Russell Wilson, man. He's a leader. He, I mean, he's just, you know, he's an all-around great athlete. He's a cerebral guy. He's a leader guy. He's a people respond to him. He doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. You know, he falls on the sword. He said, "Look, hey, I threw, you know, I threw it an inch too far." Um, and that's, you know, that's what you want, man. I mean, I don't know how he's really. I can imagine he's really like, you know, really, really, really upset, you know. But I mean, hey, he 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 took it. He took he took the he took his medicine, and I mean, I think you know, he he's that guy, man. He's that guy. I don't care. And he let him down on the at the end of that drive, and he he did his thing. So I say Russell Wilson is you know he's obviously he's the future. He's the uh, he's the future of uh, he's the future of football, man. He's like that move. He's like uh, steaming Willie Beeman, but I mean, except that you know he's better decision maker. But he's like the steaming Willie Beeman. You know, and uh, what was that? What was that movie? Uh, Any given Sunday, man. He's the future, man. He's definitely the future. But um, hopefully they'll keep Lynch together. You know, whatever. Hope and they'll get that big receiver uh, threat downfield. Hopefully the Cowboys can sign uh, you know, Des Bryant and Demarco Murray. And we got the twenty seventh pick. We got. Hey, look, I'm looking forward to the uh, NFL draft. I'm already looking forward to the NFL draft. When is it, June, July? I don't know, whatever month it is. I'm already looking forward to it because the Cowboys have the 27th pick. We got Justin Fowles in here. The 27th pick from going deep. We got the 27th pick, man. We either have to, we got to get a DB or we have to get somebody who's going to generate some type of pass rush. We've got to get it, man. And I think that, you know, I think, I think it's on. Like popcorn, I think that, you know, I think everybody else is um, weak as water, soft as drugstore cotton. The Cowboys will win the Super Bowl next year. I mean, I don't, I don't even know what the odds are. It does not matter. The Cowboys will win this thing, man. It's no question about it. But look, this is what we're doing. Um, we're going to finish up a little bit early. Um. Going deep, guys. They're chomping at the bit. CJ, Justin, they're ready to get that thing in, man, to get that thing on. I mean, I don't know. We gonna end with the same song? Or can we? Nah, is it too? Nah, hold up. We got. We, we. What is it? What? Is, which one is? It? Is that a stolen song? Another Led Zeppelin stolen song? We gotta have a stolen song. If I'm going with the best thief in all time music, I'm Millie Vanilli, Puff Daddy. <laughs> oh, he sampled, man. He paid those people, man. He paid them after he stole them. He paid them. Hey, and I'm, I'm, you know what? NW, you gotta go NWA too, because NWA they stole from the last poets. My man David Nelson, who's a uh, a mentor of mine, he's a, you know he's one of those you know uh, uh, anything that probably NWA did. I got they, I got the got number one stolen song that the guy is so determined to steal it, he still won't admit that he stole it. Oh, not that, not that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Still won't admit that he Denny. stole it. Hey, but look, man, here we go. Going deep, guys are up next. Of course, it's out of bounds. It's uh, what is it? What else? Yeah, Facebook out of bounds, Twitter, Instagram, OOB Radio, blah blah blah. And of course, it's always brought to you by uh, Law Office of Brandon Lawrence. I had to think for a second. Um, lawyerforthecity.com. That's what it is. Lawyerforthecity.com. Lawyerforthecity.com. It said to say it three times. Personal injury. Uh, wrongful death, all that other stuff. CJ Masses. Hey, he got me life insurance. If you can get it for me, you can get it for anybody. <laughs> hey, man, peace and love. We're up out of here. Every Wednesday, 5 o'clock. Uh, out of bounds. Peace. Vegas on pumping, quick to the point, to the point, no faking, cooking MCs.